serial entrepreneur. Hello and welcome to Startup Magazine's new podcast, The Serial Entrepreneur. I am your host and the editor, Anna Flockett. Welcome. We have a jam-packed episode for you today in which I'll be chatting to Amin Hassani, founder of Blue Heart Hero, a fantastic tech startup based in New York City who have adapted in a number of ways recently and have been helping people protect themselves in this time of crisis. Amin, thank you so much for joining me today and welcome. How are you? Hi, Anna. Thank you so much for having me today. Um, been doing good. Uh, it's quarantine in New York City, as you know, and have been fighting with this uh, new normality and adapting to this. Of course, it's such a strange time for everyone, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. I believe that Blue Hot Hero has actually been doing a lot in the current climate. But before we jump into that, I just thought maybe you could tell us a little bit about you, your story, your journey, and how you actually came to found Blue Heart Hero? Um, yes, so uh, I'm originally uh, from Iran. I came to the States five years ago to continue my study and my passion in entrepreneurship and product design and development. I always wanted to help people. So after finishing my master's degree in engineering in New York, I started working in a company in Long Island, designing products for major banks and airports. And in less than a year from the junior engineer, I became the lead designer of the company and showing the company that with my skills and talent, I could push things forward. And that gave me an opportunity to learn more and apply to my own side projects, which allowed me to start Blue Heart Hero in mid 2018, a startup that uh, it's technically a website that collects and shares 3D printable solutions to people with upper limb difference. So with the emerge of 3D printing technology and decentralized production and low cost digitizing software, which is 3D modeling, you know, software such that it allows people from any part of the world come up with different ideas for their friends, cousin, family member, whoever that have either arthritis, Parkinson, or weak, uh, or products are not as accessible, you know, as they are for average people, to design solutions to go around these products and adapt the world to these people, to people with upper limb difference a little better. So Blue Heart Hero gathers all these products together, all these ideas together, and shares it for free. So anyone from any part of the world could 3D print these, these ideas and benefit from it the same day. And it all started with a design I did for an Indian friend of mine who I met through Instagram. We never met in person. Uh, this gentleman uh, lost both of his hands in an accident. So he is not used to not having hands. And he had to go back to school immediately. He had to eat. He had some basic needs. So what I designed was a... Um, an attachment on his hand that looked like a watch with a velcro wrap wrapped around his hand so it wasn't a prosthetic arm it wasn't prosthetic fingers it wasn't anything to adapt him to the world we decided to adapt the world to him so we designed this watch looking 3d printed piece that flatware pens pencil everything mounts on it fairly easy and it gives him the accessibility to those products to those items and now he could write again, he could eat again, and uh, well, easier. Like he could eat before, now it's easier for him. And now he's asking for fun stuff, like, oh, can you design something for me so I could play ping pong? So 
we took it, we looked at it differently. Instead of looking at the problem being his hand, we looked at the problem being the products. So we're calling it prosthetics for products. So we design things that mounts on products and makes it accessible to people with any sort of upper limb difference. Wow, that is that is an incredible story. Um, with the the Indian guy, like the how it started, <laughs> I love that. And so you said that Blue Heart Heroes formed uh, mid-2018. So that's coming yes. up to two years. Can you tell me a little bit about the journey between then and now? How, how have the two years been for you? There is like two sides to the story. One is my personal journey with Blue Heart Hero. And uh, the other one, meeting people through Blue Heart Hero for actually starting a company. Yeah. So when I started Blue Heart Hero back then, I was in a very like um, horrible financial situation and I needed a job like any other immigrant after school. And I got an opportunity with uh, Apple and Tesla's design teams. And um, I, uh, they, they flew me to California. I had two interviews with two different uh, Apple's design teams, one MacBook and one uh, AirPods. And it went incredible. I, I felt the vibe, everything was great. And at the end, uh, when they asked me what I'm passionate about, I think I talked a lot about Blue Heart Hero and what I'm trying to do with 3D printing. And they rejected me because they said, we're looking for a designer, not an entrepreneur. And that was really heartbreaking for me because that looked like uh, such an amazing dream to come true to work for, you know, Apple. And I lost that opportunity for showing too much passion. And uh, after that, the project manager of iPhone told me, uh, one of the project managers told me that if I were you, I would go back to New York, uh, get any job, start my own company on the side. And I'm like, um, if he thinks that way, then maybe I should. So uh, after kind of like believing in myself that I, I really should do this, I started Blue Heart Hero and I started truly putting all I have in it. And being an, an, an Iranian immigrant with all these Muslim sanctions and uh, even being agnostic, but that Muslim uh, label is on you and it affects your life. And I haven't been able to go back, visit my family or have them visit me because of all these political actions of US and Iran against each other. And uh, it's been five years that I haven't seen them. And this kind of puts me in a position to push even harder. I've been designing for Blue Heart Hero, different attachments, the website, social media, meeting people, and mixing the newest technologies inside and trying to come up with a system that has the least amount of expenses on my hands because it adds up really, really fast. I had amazing friends coming in, including my best friend, Jet Tango, who has helping me a lot with design, publicity, marketing, networking. And then later down the road, we met with uh, Samantha Nolman, uh, who, who these two are my co-founders. She has been incredibly helpful uh, with the website design, testing uh, the parts, and having the same vision uh, as I had for Blue Heart Hero. So three of us were kind of like moving forward really fast and we set up everything, remote work, no need for any office, no office hours, and it's just all task-based. So after COVID, it really didn't slow down uh, our operation much. It's just all of those events that we wanted to go to, all the shows, meeting people, all of that was pushed back, but on our design side or our website, everything is on track and we're, we're designing more attachments. We actually had 
10 more designers signing up on our website, starting to design different uh, solutions. We had many more amputees requesting on our website. So that's how, actually how it works. People could request something they need. Oh, hey, I have a partial uh, right arm. Uh, I love cooking and I want something to make it easier for me to uh, cut carrots. And we yeah. come up with something 3D printable with available tools for anybody from any part of the world. So now this actually is working even more because people are spending more time on, on their laptops, on their phones, and they're willing to spend more time on Blue Heart Hero. So yes. yeah, for us, it wasn't that big of an impact. Yeah, of course. And so talking about the COVID-19 crisis, um, a lot of startups and small companies have had to adapt and change their kind of business models slightly to help in these, these time of needs. And I believe um, you've touched on it at Blue Heart Hero that you've started using your 3D printers to print uh, face shields that you are now providing to hospitals and essential workers in uh, New York City. Can you tell me a little bit more about this? Yeah, so uh, we, we have been purchasing 3D printers since we started the company. And uh, I personally have uh, four 3D printers and uh, my friend you know, Jed has uh, four himself. Um, so out of these machines, only three are able to print face shields. The others are other technologies that can't really uh, help with this pro project. So we were contacted by COVID Supplies NYC and uh, we signed up on their website that we are, we are uh, interested to help. And then they connected us to 3D Brooklyn. They are a 3D printing studio. They came up with a design and uh, that you could find it on, on our social media and on our website. We, they shared, us, uh, shared with us their design. We started 3D printing these face shields at home. So the problem is the time of the print. It takes three to five hours for each print to be done. So no matter how simple the design is, right now we cannot make a mold and then have a production and have like tens of thousands of these knocked out every day because that whole process takes three, three months. We need face shields right now. And that's how 3D printing is making a big impact right now because you could just start printing, you know, right away. So we set up our, all our machines and they're printing 16 hours a day and we're uh, making 12 to 15 parts a day. And uh, so far I've donated, uh, well, Blue Heart Hero has donated uh, more than 100 face shields to hospitals in New York and um, one in Utah. We have requests from Michigan, from Miami, but we're trying to really stay productive and not lose any time in between. Of course. And how how do you fund these? So I'm assuming that the, the face shields must, do they cost a lot to manufacture or how does the process of um, payment work? So uh, space-wise, like um, having a space for all these machines and paying for these machines have been uh, personal funding. It has been, uh, it's getting a little expensive uh, right now because the materials are like adding up, but we started a GoFundMe page and people have um, paid more than like uh, 400 bucks so far for material. So we're spending all that money only on material. Every other expense, uh, we're taking care of it. Moving forward, we definitely need to raise funding because of the ideas that I have for the website for this company um, to apply to make the world of people with upper limb difference completely different. So, uh, so far having a website and a few designs, uh, that was not a problem, but for scaling up, uh, we definitely need uh, to raise some funding. Of course. 
And what would you say um, the biggest challenge that you've faced so far on your journey has been? Um, the biggest challenge is, one is networking. As an immigrant, it's extremely hard because I don't have that one uncle who makes the phone call or I haven't been in this country enough years to make enough contact, to have enough contacts to make it work. If, if I need anything to, you know, connect to a certain co uh, company, that makes it extremely hard. And one more thing is, uh, again, the political actions of U.S. against Iran. Like, I, I wake up and my bank account is closed. And I don't know why I called the bank and they, they claimed that, oh, we had to make sure you're in the States. And I'm like, well, I can't leave the and like this. I could I have to buy something like a ticket or there, there has to be a proof that I'm leaving the States. Like, why does the bank just close my account without letting me know? And all my money is frozen and uh, I'm, I'm not allowed to open a business account for my company. I'm not allowed to sell anything or work for myself or be the ceo like all these obstacles are just not necessary and while i'm trying to actually make a big impact and help us citizens that is of the course. biggest obstacle yeah of course and um have you guys seen much of a change in the sense of working remotely i know you touched on this briefly but has that been a challenge at all with everyone having to work virtually from their homes um, remotely has that impacted you guys at all um since we started it this way uh, i'm gonna say no we were already working remotely all the meetings were over video calls all the notes are you know in one of these like apps uh, that we all share together and um, after the quarantine we just had more time to spend on blue heart hero of course and have you found that the time that you've spent in quarantine has inspired new ideas or how else has this international COVID-19 crisis affected Blue Heart Hero? What other changes or adaptions have you guys made or discovered? Yeah, that has that has 100% effect on our productivity uh, because of this whole new relaxed uh, work life and no stress of either traffic or dealing with people in person. That caused us to actually be way more productive and creative so the ideas that are coming out now are completely on another level and I can see the effects. And um, I was surprised. I thought this whole quarantine is gonna like lower our mood, which it did at some points, but I thought it's gonna crush our creativity and productivity. But surprisingly, it was the other way. Yeah, of course. And so you guys have been a lot busier. And are there any other products besides the um, face shield that you've been able to print to help within the COVID-19 climate? There's this uh, piece that I'm designing right now. It's uh, for glove disposal. So I know nurses and doctors and medical workers, they already know how to properly take off uh, their contaminated gloves. But for average people, which design is for everyone. So uh, for everyone, I designed a piece that um, I'm working on it right now that is supposedly mounts on anything like either a shelf or on a door hinge or anything. Uh, it, it, could, it helps people to take off their gloves and throw it in the trash without touching anything. And that is all 3D printable and free for everyone. So as soon as we have this ready, we're gonna uh, post the SDL files, which is like the 3D printing files on our website and have an email blast and on social media. And I will definitely send one copy to you too. Oh, amazing. 
So what do you guys kind of have planned for the future? So the, the short-term future in terms of kind of the COVID-19 crisis, but then the second part to that question is after the COVID-19 crisis, more long-term, what do you guys have planned? So uh, one of our plans is to reach out to some, um, some investors to uh, raise funding for Blue Heart Hero because even though we're a nonprofit and we're, uh, all of our content is for free, uh, we have um, a second plan for um, turning a profit. So we're keeping everything on Blue Heart Hero, um, all the 3D, printing, 3D printable stuff for free. But on the side, we have uh, developed some of our ideas that were worth becoming a product uh, under patent protection and um, actually developing a product. So after I designed an attachment for drinkware, that yeah. that attachment would allow people to lift it. I looked at this design and I'm like, this could become a product. So I turned that design into a drinkware that has a handle that is accessible to everyone. It's inclusive to everyone. And that product became um, something sellable to the market. So we started a new company, a for-profit company with an item, a product designed for everyone. And we call that human-friendly designs. So we have products that fits everyone, either people with visible or hidden disability, people with Parkinson arthritis, they all can use this drinkware, which is a coffee mug. And um, we call it curved because it's all about the curve of the product. And that way we could actually raise funding and push uh, products to the market. Yeah, and it, this I is like bringing inclusivity to businesses. We um, have some of coffee shops in Brooklyn use it and I sit down and I look at people using the mug and I see their reaction that even though they have, uh, let's say, um, an average hand, they are very comfortable with the design because it doesn't look like a medical device. It looks very normal. It looks like yeah. any other drinkware, but they don't know it fits everyone. They just like the feeling of the mug. But when you tell them like, hey, by the way, people with no fingers can use this too. And then it just melts their heart and they, they think this is this is a new thing. This is like why products can't be like this of course it's like using technology for the greater good you know to help people that you hadn't thought about helping people before yes and if it wasn't for 3d printing and the 3d scanners on our phone i could not have developed this uh, product as is today like all of this oh. has helped us so much and we're jumping into uh, um, hopefully in the future if we have enough resources where we could be uh, we could adapt our designs to different shapes of hands for Blue Heart Hero. So people could like scan their hand and automatically it generates a design for them uh, with the right dimension on their hand and it generates an SDL file. So they definitely know that what they're receiving is going to fit their hand. Oh, that's amazing. And so talking a little bit like about technology, um, what technology do you guys use within the 3D printers? Can we talk about more of the techie side? So we have um, one, two, three, four, five FDM 3D printers, and which is filament-based. These are mostly for prototyping and uh, lower-cost uh, prototyping and uh, quicker turnaround time on your production. And uh, we have uh, one, two, three uh, DLP printers, uh, which are laser printer for higher quality, but they have smaller bed, so we could print uh, high precision parts, but uh, in a very small scale. So for example, that watch attachment that I had designed in 2018, 
I'm redesigning it based on this new 3D printer that we got, these laser printers. So now I could design something with much higher um, details and with a better clamping system than before. But for these large parts like face shields, we have to use those FDM 3D printers to knock these out as quick as possible. Of course. And is the material always plastic-based that you 3D print in? Yes, what we have is all plastic and the metal 3D printers are extremely expensive and the nylons are, I think, starting at 10,000 and that is not in our budget right now. Also, it has to be accessible to people. Like if you think of someone in India or somewhere in, I don't know, like somewhere in the US even, not everyone can afford to have a part 3D printed in metal, it's gonna cost them hundreds or thousands. But the plastic, it says, you know, it could be like a cup of coffee. It's not gonna be that expensive. Of course. And I mean, do you enjoy it? Like how, how does Blue Heart Hero make you feel? This is why I came to the States for. I came to the United States to start a company that helps people. Oh, and if you had any advice for fellow startups in the tech industry, in general life in this for the startup world but also in this current covid-19 uh, crisis what would your advice to them be i have one big advice for entrepreneurs who are struggling either today or like during covid or in general with their startup uh, there are always those moments that you know it's a dead end for 100% you're sure this is it it's not happening um, I failed. You just take one more step. Just push one more time. It worked for me more than five times that I was at a point that I wanted to just give up everything, just go back and accept uh, the, the failure. But the failure is when you accept it. So if you don't, you haven't failed. And when you push one more time, for some reason, it always works. <laughs> and what was it that made you push that one last time? To be honest, my, my parents. I cannot believe I, as like their firstborn child, their only son, I left them for five years and I went through so much from being homeless in New York City. Yeah, that happened to me. I, I was homeless in New York City for two, two weeks because I ran out of money and there were no connections between me and my family that it could like help me in any way. And um, if I went through all of that, I cannot, I cannot accept defeat. This, this cannot happen. Of course. I mean, what an inspirational story. Thank you so much for chatting with us today. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Serial Entrepreneur.